0: Good morning, and welcome to the morning show. And good, good morning, and hello, and welcome to the morning show. And thanks for tuning in. And good morning, and hello. That's song by Caroline Spence, who I chat with on Instagram because her husband or boyfriend—I'm not sure—is a Reds fan, and then got her into our content and Big Baggage fan. Very excited when Baggage came back. She was playing a show. I think she. Had to cancel it, um, but I enjoy her music very much. She put out a new album, and I always say I like slow, sad songs. But her stuff isn't like sad, but it's definitely slower in melody, and I enjoy it a lot. And the new album's good. I like two weeks ago I talked about Lucy Dacus. I don't know how to say her last name. I always, I've never perfected it, but I talked about her and how her first song on her album tells the story of kind of what the album is. And so does this one, and I think I'm obsessed with the first songs of albums, kind of letting you know, like, what the album is about. So in this one, she says, it's cool, she says, come on, can everyone hear this, you think? I think so. same old song she's been writing all along sit down here to work through her fears and that's what she is right about
1: we're hearing that we can't hear the music well so the if you
0: better, you whatever if you can't hear the music sorry Caroline. turn off the record if you think i'm getting better i don't want to let you down so kind of like same old shit. Just sitting down, trying to figure out what's going on in my head and work through it. Update for me. I have a new phone, new background on my phone. And it's uh, it's a stopper for me. It's my son in a Yankees hat and my wife looking all happy. Whenever I have a, a new background. I had another background for a while. So now it's like, whoa, cool background, Jimmy, on my phone. You know what? Uh, you know, do you know the band Bright Eyes at all? Uh, they were like... Actually, came up on like the emo scene in the early aughts, Connor Oberst. Um, but they've had some staying power. Like all the bands that came up with them are doing like, you know, like uh, throwback emo tours, and he's just still touring new albums. They can't hear the music at all.
1: I'm hearing that they cannot hear the music when you play it through the mic. It doesn't.
0: Oh, see, is it because I'm also on the amp app?
1: Oh Possibly Maybe
0: Well anyway Bright Eyes They uh, The first song off all their albums is awful On purpose Like Like not even a song usually Just a collection of Noise Because they want to weed out Like casual listeners who won't Keep going But, like, how could you blame someone for hearing the first song and being like, fuck this? (laughs) (laughs) This is awful. But if you listen to any of their albums, the first song is always just nothing. It's a funny concept if you're in on the joke, but if you're not, it's a little... I understand why you'd be like, I don't want to listen to this. Like, the new album, let's see if it works this way. The new album, the first song is called Page Turner's Rag. And like halfway through, so it's just like sounds of a bar,
2: not English.
0: It's like a recording of like a piano place. <laughs> like not a song. That's Definitely what, not a song. That's what they do to open up their albums. They, I think they, they like it's funny to them, and they like weed out people who like don't know them. Like they're weeding out the people that are just like maybe this album's good, but they don't know who they are because people who know them are like, well, I'll just skip that and go to the other ones. I don't know. Very odd. Very odd. I have no set topic of conversation today on the morning show. I have the U S map open. Uh, I might select a random town. I have this book, Maddie. I don't know if this was the first episode when you were with me or last episode when Taylor was here someone recommended this book of poems and I bought it and I didn't realize it was gonna be so thin. And I, uh, like halfway through so that's fun are you liking it yeah yeah uh i'm trying to figure it out a lot of them are from a female perspective he's a male he's also not like a writer he's like a tv producer um but no yeah i like them i like kind of they're like kind of grimy like you like trailer world that part of the world like Poems, I guess. I don't know. If I got. Let's see. Uh, usually people would leave comments, a page number, and then I would. Uh, I would just read whatever page number that is. That's how I used to do it. I'd always have a book next to me, and then they'd just give me a page number, and I read it, and we talk about it. Let's. Is there anyone trying to call in right now? Yeah. All right. We'll go to one of the callers, and if they have a question, they'll ask it, and then they can just say a page number at the end, and then we'll do a page after the call and then we'll see if that takes us down a rabbit hole if it doesn't i'll go to the map we'll find a town and then we'll find a rabbit hole and then we'll do another caller
1: i invited brh612 he was in here like the second we started quick yeah br8 h hello hello
0: hello hello.
3: hey
1: how's it going i'm good how are you
3: i'm doing pretty well uh this this is really cool For me, because I don't know if you'll remember this, uh, but probably about two years ago, uh, maybe, yeah, definitely pre-pandemic, when you guys were just getting started out, I emailed you, John Boy, about starting kind of a music podcast. Never really followed through for it, uh, but you fully responded to my email, like really well thought out, and you were like, hey, man, go for it, all that. And that was awesome, um, because I thought that was kind of... (laughs) before you guys blew up. And I think that was right before you really blew up. So that was really cool. And it's cool now to be kind of talking music with you. Um, That's so that awesome. was a while ago. You guys ended up sending me a signed ball or something, which is sick. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to just wanted what's to the,
0: What's your genre? Or what was the, what was the podcast idea?
3: Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure the idea was just songs you've never heard before. Uh, something like that. Like that was the main segment I wanted to get at. Um, finding like really small artists on Spotify or Apple music, that kind of thing. Um, that was at a time when I was two, I also was like kind of trying to make music, trying to do that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I am also on the amp app. I've been doing a kind of a grateful dead show of like every other day, uh, which is super fun. That uh, awesome. awesome. Our new
0: head of tech and production is a big grateful dead fan. One of the first stickers on our, our sticker door now. Huh. Yeah, man. Uh, well, that's cool. Thanks for emailing back in the day. I, I don't, I have the ability to get back to everyone. Like I used to like to emails now fully paralyze me. So I'm glad you got me before that happened.
2: Yeah,
3: definitely. Um, just curious too, if you're a dead fan, I know I've heard a few, I've heard like one or two dead references by, by Jake, I think maybe Um, Jake's
0: dad might be, uh, Into the Grateful Dead and maybe Jake. Jake's kind of got like a very broad surface level spectrum of music. Like if you asked him to name like one inch deeper, he probably can't. But no, I don't know. I just know Box of Rain from watching Freaks and Geeks. I never got into uh, Grateful Dead. I think I tried when I was a freshman in college, but uh,
3: I don't know what happened.
0: Maybe I'll try again. What's the song you would recommend?
3: Um, I love the song. It's called Mississippi Half Step. Okay. Uh, there is a, there's a bunch of iterations by it, by uh, End Company, which is like the the new version of that. And John Mayer plays with them and he's freaking awesome. I mean, he rips the guitar, but uh, also definitely does Jerry Garcia justice. The song's called Mississippi Half Step. I think it's, I think the full name is like Mississippi Half Step Up Down Toodaloo.
0: Mississippi so, Half Step Up Down Toodaloo. It sounds like a dance number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Awesome, man. Do you have a random page number? Uh, Can you give me a number from 27 to 47?
3: Yeah, is this for the random towns?
0: No, this is for a random poem from uh, a book that uh, someone who called in last week recommended this book of poetry, and I bought it. And uh, I already read the first 27 pages. I guess you can anywhere from 1 to 47. I'll open it up to ones I read already.
3: Gotcha. Let's go. Um, let's go 40. Midlife crisis, age 40.
0: Perfect. All right. Hey, and thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it.
3: For sure. Thanks, job Have a good one, man.
0: See ya. Page number 40. 40 is called To Give Her a Call, Maddie. Are you ready? Yes. No, I'm going to read poetry. What a delightful morning this is. Page 40, the book is Wyoming by Terry McDonald, who I believe is like a TV producer, that's famous TV producer. Uh, poem called, uh, Give Her a Call. I know you know she's sort of in shock, going to talk to no one about any of it, but I happen to know she would love to talk to you. You have her number, no? All right, so we just got someone hooking up a buddy with a gal. That's in shock. Doesn't want to talk to anyone, but he's like, Maddie, I know that she would want to talk to you right now. You should call her. He says, I know, I know she's acting the grand dame of pain, which is uncool on a girl with so much jewelry. Did I say girl? Anyway, if you don't mind me saying, I think she'd be a catch. Classy and connected, fun in the sack even sweet I've heard when she's not like this well how about that just uh, recommending that he goes dates this rich swanky girl who's acting like she's got a broken heart sounds like great Gatsby shit true Daisy Buchanan number one bitch in all of literature terrible person terrible <laughs> it's awful <laughs> that I think that's a poem about Daisy Buchanan. So, I know, I know, she's acting the grand dame of pain, which is uncool. She's laying it on too thick, but she's rich, good at sex, so you should hang out with her. I think that's what that poem's about. Maybe that's an insensitive poem. Sounds like you're trying to like swoop in on a rich woman
1: in pain. Outside of the actual poem context, yeah, I felt like it was very, you know, big words, this and that, and then it just said, good in the sack.
0: fun in the sack, yeah. It's like, oh. Well, yeah, classy and connected. Fun in the sack. Stacey Buchanan, we've nailed it. They're all gonna die. Not good. Not good to be dying like that. Uh, let's go, I'm gonna zoom in on a random town here in the U.S., and then we'll take another call, but... Actually, do you have a state you want to go to? If you give me a state, I'll find us a, a small town and we'll find out what those people are all about.
1: Give me New Mexico.
0: All right. There's a book called Our Towns, like a sociologist and like this couple like traveled. And every time I go to a bookstore, I kind of see it, it catches my eye. And then I always pick it up in the bookstore and I try to read it. And I'm like, eh, I think this is not like I don't think I'd actually enjoy this. I think I like the concept. We should just make a morning book called like Discovering America, but it's just the bullet points I find out about a town in the t- 20 minute research and then we'll make bullet points, then we'll structure the bullet points into poems and then we've combined the whole fucking show. It's full circle. It's geography, it's America, it's small towns, it's poetry. Shit. Sometimes the ideas. All right. I found Vaughn, New Mexico. Vaughn, New Mexico. Looking at the map here, we have two neighborhoods of ten streets each in Vaughn, New Mexico. There is an airport. Holy smokes. So we didn't expect there to be an airport here. Um they have wow, dude, I love small towns. Looks like they got a high school right in the middle because there's a football field that I see. Uh, oh, man, it can't be the high school. It's tiny, but it could. This town is tiny. Vaughn, New Mexico. Highway goes right. Highway 285 goes right through the middle. There's two hotels on the outskirts of town. Pfft, how many fares do you think happen in those? Probably a lot. Like, this neighborhood right here, I have the screen, so on YouTube, I'll give this to you, and you can, like, piece it together. We're looking at one, two, three, four vertical blocks, like if it's Manhattan Avenues, and then one, two, three, four, four the other way. So, one, two, three, four, five. It's a patch of five by five squares, plots of land, and on each, like, square is... Six houses. What a tiny town! They got a RV park, First Baptist Church. They got a convenience store. They got a Chocolates R Us candy store and a yucca. What's a yucca? It's a motel. All right, I'm taking to the Wikipedia. Anyone know anything about Vaughn, New Mexico? Population, two thousand people maybe, maybe five hundred. Population of four hundred and forty six in twenty ten, down from five thirty four in two thousand. So maybe oh, it's like no. even further down now. Named after Major George W. Vaughn, a civil engineer who was employed by the Santa Fe Railroad. Uh, it was a southern. It was a railroad town. The importance grew when a second railroad. Nailed the word railroad so many times there. Like, that's a thing. That's a big accomplishment for me. And there's like five more coming up in this sentence. The Eastern Railway of New Mexico was completed in 1907 and Vaughn as a division point. A large two-story depot, a roundhouse, and a Harvey House hotel were constructed shortly thereafter. Town was... uh, The town was one of the shooting scenes for Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, starring Wonder Woman actress Linda Carter. Carter. How about that? Um, Anything interesting? Seems like... That's all, man. There's nothing on this place. We got no notable people. They even have a high school. They don't got a high school. There's so many small towns in America that you're like, I grew up in a town and there was nothing to do. And then you're like, well, we had a movie theater. It's like Vaughn doesn't even have a fucking shit. Vaughn, New Mexico, YouTube search. Charlie's memories of Vaughn. Sounds like it. Abandoned in Vaughn. We found a sad place.
2: Timbo Biggins here. (laughs) (laughs) Did
0: you hear that guy's name? Yeah. (laughs) What a name. A guy that's going to be showing you around an abandoned town in New Mexico. Perfect name.
2: What's up, everybody? Timbo Biggins here.
0: (laughs) Timbo Biggins.
2: Timbo Biggins.
0: New Mexico. So is it just like really abandoned? Timbo Biggins. Looks like it's pretty abandoned. Like everything he's showing. Although, oh man, this is a sad town, guys. Ah, shit. They don't even got festivals. This, This YouTube video is... Sad. Like, that's an abandoned town. New Mex- Vaughn, New Mexico. Small New Mexico town dash cam video. Just a guy driving through it. Charlie's memories of Vaughn.
1: When I look at this stuff, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm looking through the eyes of a 10 or 12-year-old boy, and I can see what I used to see in those days. Now, of course, it's, it's changed quite a bit. I
0: think... He's sad, too. We found ourselves a sad town. Looks like... All right, top comment. My dad grew up in Vaughn, ran the projector at the theater till he left for World War II the day after Pearl Harbor. His dad was the local doctor from the 20s about 1952. He was also the mayor, George Miller. More than the Wikipedia offered. That's for sure. His dad was the mayor. No, his grandfather was the mayor and the local doctor. And then his dad ran the movie projector till he left for World War II the day after Pearl Harbor. So that's in New Mexico. We did. Let's take a call. I don't know. (laughs) We've stumbled upon a pretty desolate, sad New Mexico town. And we'll blame Maddie on that.
1: That's on me. I mean, I picked New Mexico. You did. You did. You did. I invited NDAP. He was top of the list. Figure out order. He's
0: been in here before. Or tried to. I know the name for sure.
1: Endap. He is invited. Or she.
0: You've been invited, Endap. If you have a question, we will be chatting about it soon. Endap. Uh oh. Dude, if Endap's the one last year or last week that got bounced as well, I don't know. Dropped. Dropped. See ya. Damn. Damn, NDAP, Damn.
1: I invited the next person on the list. Who's that? D-Sato. De D-Sato? De D-Sato. De yeah. So, da-
0: David Satori.
1: I mean, I've never been more confident that you've gotten a name correct.
0: David Satori. <laughs> <laughs> People are mad about at me on my tweet last night. Did you watch it?
1: Oh. Uh, the Framber... I'm assuming that's who that was, right?
0: Uh, no, it wasn't. It was Noel or something like that. Uh-huh. Or N- 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 it was Hector Neris.
1: Hector Neris. Yeah. Yeah, why did you tweet that? It's awful, right? Did you watch it? You made it? that? Yeah. You yeah. made
0: that? Yeah, I made it. It gave me like panic-inducing anxiety watching it. So can you tell me why you made it? like what? So I was trying. Is, it, is this caller not coming?
1: They dropped, too.
0: Wow, everyone's getting scared. I was trying to, you know how everyone's turning like bunts into home runs or like um, uh, foolish baseball turned like a wild pitch into a home run? Yep. I was trying to fuck around with jump cuts. So the first thing I did was I took a swing that was a ground ball, and then as soon as it cut cameras, I cut to the next at-bat, which was a sky-high pop-up. And then I cut to the third at bat, which was the infielder catching a pop-up. So it was the three different results from the one inning, but combined into one video, and I was just seeing if that looked weird. Like, oh, and I was going to tweet, like, what the fuck is this? But it, I ended up ditching that. Then I was trying to do a jump cut where, like, the pitcher throws the ball and it's a fastball, mm. and then I was going to see if I could take a curveball <clears throat> and have it jump cut at the same, like, point, right. where, and then – and then have it finish as a different pitch and see right. if you could even like do that fluidly. I think you'd be able to maybe do that
1: fluidly. Probably.
0: And uh but I but I didn't do that. I just did I was like, what if the ball just disappears and you never see where it goes? So then I made that video and then I was watching it and I was like, this is awful. I can hear my heart, I can feel my heart dropping every time I watched it. So then I had to share it. So I shared it. People were mad for a while.
1: Some people are still mad. Taylor texted that she had lost both of us for a second, but now we're back. So I'm assuming that we're back. We're still rolling. Okay, still rolling. Good 20 seconds of nothing. Yeah. So Hector Neris got in here and cut the line. Yeah. That's how
0: much people hate that video. Yeah. I think I might do it in like four months. I think I might just tweet out the same thing, knowing that it causes anxiety and stress, and, and, and then just say, don't watch this video. No. It's awful. Right. Um, it was awful, though. I was laughing because some people were like, man, like, your content stinks lately. And then, I was, <laughs> and then and the other people were like, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. My sister doesn't watch baseball, and I had her watch it. I was like, do you feel anything? And she didn't. She's like, no. I was like, that's interesting. Like, baseball fans, we have uh, anticipation anxiety because the pitch never gets resolved. Right. But for her, she didn't bother at
1: all. The same thing, and they didn't mean to do this. The Maryland pitcher threw a perfect game. They posted the video of, like, the first baseman catching the grounder receiving the ground ball to end the perfect game and the video cut and every comment was like no celebration that's the best part like yeah the celebration yeah you can't cut the video there so
0: what buttheads do you it, think vaughn got too sad and that's why it cut out on us
1: do you think my phone fell asleep and that's what happened i don't think it to be honest you're not in the morning call so
0: it says i'm not in there no for me, it says I
1: am. Doesn't show on here, but Should I try maybe to re- I'm missing something.
0: If I, but if I refresh, so I just close the app. I'll okay. open it back up. Yeah, and join again.
1: Yeah, you try to join.
0: Request to call in. Invite. Okay, now let's get another caller in here, and then we can. At the end, I'll talk about some I don't know behind the scenes stuff, kind okay. of. People like that stuff. Did you get the invite? I did. It says I'm in now. Nice. Oh, I got to mute this, though. Yeah, you mute you. Okay. Let's and bring someone else I in. I invited Uncle John. I think Uncle John was in here last week. I think he was building, I a, don't know. He was building a barbecue for his yep. uh, mother-in-law. Do you finish building that barbecue? Can you hear me? I can. Was it you last week that were building the barbecue? Yep.
4: Yeah, dude. We got the barbecue, and then I got the Wyoming book. You I'm got the book Wyoming club, book? club, dog. Are you? Yeah, bro. I recommended it. Oh, okay. Okay. You
0: recommended it. I have it. I read a I read a, oh, Did you hear? Did it cut out for that?
4: Yeah. I heard. I've been like shaking with excitement cuz I'm like,
0: "Oh, I read the book. You read the book." I haven't finished it yet, but I like it. So. I like little poems like this cuz there's just really yeah, short like poems, really short stories. Like that is just a guy telling a girl, guy telling another guy, "Hey, you should go after her." And it's just like a little quick like thought. Do you think it was about Daisy Buchanan as well?
4: I got that – I got the Daisy Buchanan uh, aesthetic. I don't – I can't tell. Like, I was also I, – I found this book in college. A favorite band of mine recommended it. And um, I think I, as I'm – like, I reread it this week, and I was like, man, this speaks to, like, the freaking hopeless romantic I was in in college. Yeah. Um, page like... 29, the Finding a Wife in Wyoming Ooh. poem. I remember reading that and being like, Oh dude, I'm gonna move to Wyoming and find her, the hottest girl in town and marry her. This is my life. Like I got really pumped up on it. I haven't so, got there yet. Are they all a little... about
0: a girl? Some are from a girl's point of view.
4: Sorry, you, you cut out a little bit. I haven't I haven't got to that page What'd yet. What you say? And then
0: are all the poems about a girl? Some are like from a a girl's point of view
4: i don't know i wish i could talk to the author because i don't know if like maybe he had i like to think that maybe he had like a fascination with maybe like the way w- the women in the town were treated or something because yeah a lot of them are about about ladies or yeah. maybe even like from the perspective of women
0: he is um he has some other books but he's he is a like director or a producer or something an editor. He's an editor of uh, like Time Magazine, Golf Magazine, SI Kids, Sports Illustrated. So this must have just really been like a side hobby.
4: Yeah, very curious background. I yes. have no idea. Well, how are, how are you doing this week? Anyway. I'm good, man. I'm um, sitting down I, I the the job I'm working, the my boss had a baby, and so this week I don't really have much going on. So I budgeted yesterday. Um on the docket to clean the kitchen today for my wife. When nice. she gets home, she'll be excited.
0: It's good stuff. It's good. That uh, that's nice. about it.
4: How's your week going? I'm good, man.
0: Uh kind of busy trying to put on the thinking cap for a lot of projects here as well as uh content, content, content. I think I got four shows on Mike today and tomorrow four as well. So it never stops.
4: Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Tyler Glazer real quick. That's Caroline Spence's boyfriend. He's a a good friend of mine from Nashville when I used to live there, and we play baseball together.
0: Did you know that man. I am a fan of her? Or that he is a fan, or that connection at all? Or did you, you just Jim. listen to the start of the show and you go, "Oh shit!" You there, Dad? Hello. Are you there? Can you hear me?
1: Maybe he can't Dad? hear
0: us. Hello. All right, we'll move on. I think, I
1: think you're dead. I think you're dead. He thinks we're dead. He thinks we're dead. Taylor also just texted me. Can't hear Jimmy. Am I the? Am I the host of Morning <laughs> with John Boy now? <laughs> I don't know uh, what's going on right now. Let me text.
4: Hello, everybody. We are talking <laughs> we, morning, just morning talking books. Can't hear me We've at all. Got a weird book no. recommended by a caller. Don't know what it's about. Why did you recommend this book? In other news, the Yanks <laughs> beat the Blue Jays yesterday. Stanton with a fantastic robbery. I'm trying
0: to join again.
4: John Sterling beefed the call, but uh glad to know that he, that he was wrong about that. Can you hear me, can you hear me come out now? On top Oh yeah, Crystal. Yeah,
0: I don't know what's going on. You can hear me now. You did a great job hosting the show
4: yeah, big fan, big Yankees fan down in Alabama. It's tough. Is there an echo on my end at all? no, you're you're crystal clear now. interesting. So I'm talking like right
0: into my phone, not into the mic. but uh did you did you know the connection with uh, caroline spence and 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 that at all or did, at the start of the show, did you just realize, oh shit, that's weird.
4: No. So, um, I'm good friends with her boyfriend, Tyler. We started a baseball team in Nashville. Um, I don't know. Are you aware of like the Sandlot baseball revolution? No, but it sounds cool. Dude. It's the best. So there's a team in Austin. I'll DM you, um, like a documentary that they made, but there's a guy in Austin, Texas who like built his own field and he's very austin guy his name's jack sanders and he built his own field and on farm and started this like sandlot baseball team and it's just like a bunch of old guys playing baseball and so um i started playing like pickup with my friends in nashville and then they i guess they do like a tour around the u.s of to just play baseball with like-minded folks and they reached out to us and asked if we wanted to play them when they were visiting Nashville. So we did. And then from there, there's now like a seven-team league in Nashville that we all play together. So Tyler and I are on the same team. It's called the blue jean baseball club and we were blue jeans when we play. So I was really That's impressed. So
1: uncomfortable.
4: Yeah, it's, We, we recently changed to um, wearing baseball pants cause it was just too Based much. The baseball. Yeah, it is the baseball pants team, but yeah, it's really fun. And so Tyler's a good friend. And he mentioned that you you like Caroline's music, and then we always talk baggage, like between between ourselves.
3: Love it. Yeah,
0: she, she reached out at one point and she was like, we love baggage. I judging by the music, I think you might like my stuff. I sound like that, and I do. I, I like her songs a lot.
4: Yeah, she will. So, uh, yeah, rob them. yeah, yeah. Cool man. All right, I'm gonna
0: try and uh, Keep it moving and figure yeah, out the Sorry, tech. Not, sorry to successful.
4: sorry to take up your your show. I, I enjoyed hosting though, so go yeah. Let's go no, you were you're the best guest host we've had yet. Yeah, I've enjoyed calling into your show, so stay tuned. I might I might, be, I might be back, bro. All
0: right, all right, we're tuned, right. we're tuned in. See you, man. Cool. See you, man. So I don't know what's going on here with the tech. We got to figure it out. Thanks to anyone that hung, hung through that. I'm looking through. I just got a note of a tweet a tweet. The Lax Mag wrote an article. National Cross League gets another massive mention by John Boy. I did the hidden ball trick thing. Um This is cool that they're like excited. I like when like when I cover these challenger leagues is the term I learned recently. Uh and they're like excited that I made a video about them. And it makes me really careful to not be an asshole. And only make videos about things that I find interesting. So I remember at one point I made a breakdown on uh, like professional tag league. Have you ever seen those?
1: Great YouTube videos.
0: I'm out on it. I made a video <laughs> and I was like, this stinks. I don't like this sport. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? Right. I think it looked awesome to play if you have those abilities. But like yeah. a, I was like, I don't know about all this. And then I felt really bad about it. I was like, why did I, ma- why did I post that if I'm just going to kind of shit talk? So. Um, but they're, like, super excited about the numbers the breakdown's doing. Look, on YouTube alone, John Boy's video has been seen 535,000 times. Social media pushed it past 600K. They probably don't even know it's also on Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: Right.
0: But that's cool to see that they're excited about that. That's cool. Um, all right, so he re- that's Uncle John. He recommended the Wyoming book. Also, like, I, I picked up my phone. I don't know if this is connected to the problem with it but i lorenzo zo from we get ice texted me he's like what's the poetry book and i took a picture and sent it to him and i wonder if, if that messes it up i don't know they it's uh you know the apps in beta we're figuring it all out we're, we're plugging our soundboard into the ipad into the app so it's a lot of weird tech going on yeah um sad town von new mexico we talked about Caroline's song what else do we have to talk about? Should we try
1: another caller? We have a number of callers. You said you wanted to do a little bit of behind the scenes talk, but we'll do one caller, quick question from a caller, and then we'll keep going. Okay. I'm inviting Abe. He's next in line here. Abe. Have you talked to him on this show yet? I don't think Abe's called into the show. He's joined. Abe, Hello, have you called morning, in here before? <laughs> Uh,
3: no, uh, I haven't been, I haven't talked since the IG, so no, it's been a while. How are you? Doing all right, man. How have you
0: been? Good enough. Um, yeah. Settling into the season and the routine of it all? Yeah,
3: for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure that's got to be, you know, that, that, that's that got to be pretty tough, you know, being a, being a new dad and everything, trying to make sure you get time for baseball content and family too. On top of all that,
0: it's a balance. We've been, I've been figuring it out. Rearranging as we go. Second week of the season was was bad. And now we're
3: changing (laughs) some things. I can imagine. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're finding a balance. Um, Yeah. I, was actually just going to comment. I was a little disappointed that uh, we didn't get a chance to hit up page 22 this morning, but Mm. uh, you know, maybe next time, maybe, maybe some other time we can, we can shoot for page 22
0: It is a popular page in morning lore page 22. I'll check it it out right now at this point. I'll check out page 22 and maybe we'll read that. And uh, thank you for, Oh, it's, it's a four line poem. So we'll, we'll, we'll read page 22 for the, for the original morning Taurus folk
3: much appreciated thanks man
0: alright thanks Abe
3: Yeah. have a good one
0: page 22 is called Crow Girl in a Bar in Sheridan it's a lot of blank on that page yeah it's more like there's almost as many words in the title Crow Girl in a Bar in Sheridan I would have stolen you from your father and you would be with me now still on the planes I don't know seems like a poem about kidnapping uh a native woman some kind of kidnapping going on there seems like he's saying if this was back in the day yeah when hostilities were hostile I probably would have kidnapped you and yeah. made you made you my woman taking right. you away from your tribe
1: right i'm glad that the poem stopped where it did and i think
0: he's trying to say it in a state of romance. Like oh. you know. Like you know how the term potato sack girl? <laughs> Have you heard that term? No. <laughs> like she's so like cute and beautiful and everything. You put put her in a potato sack and steal her. It's like a oh. weird term. But I think he's trying to come across romantic here, but really kinda of just uh kidnapping or woman napping. So tough turn. A lot of tough turns on morning. Yeah, so what's far. up with this?
1: That guy uh, that kidnapper's from Vaughn, I'll tell you something.
0: <laughs> yeah. That this Wyoming, but probably Vaughn. Probably Vaughn. Um Damn man. Thanks Abe for making us read that fucked up page twenty two. Abe just tweeted, regret the page twenty
1: two. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs>
0: oh, man. No, so we were uh, behind the scenes. I just sat, sat down. I'll do some behind the scenes talk. I don't know if people are interested or not. We're still learning what people like and don't like here. I just mapped out with Sam the last two days, so I had a big realization that um, being on mic for the first month of the season, my I haven't had time to uh, create or plan, which is not a good thing when I am – right now I'm – still acting CEO, so there's a lot of business stuff on the back end, but I like like content officer, whatever the title is. And um, when I was on paternity leave, I had all the time in the world to plan and set up the company and structure and hiring practices and make sure that we have divisions and leaders and an organizational chart and, and all of that and a budget for Q1. So like Q4 and Q1 kicked my absolute ass on the business side of things as like CEO duties. I believe if I finish the video that I'm editing right now, um, the big announcement will come out tomorrow of sorts. And and that's kind of the last of everything that we've been working on since last July. Uh, which has just been like crazy, a crazy stretch of deals and negotiations and all that stuff. We already announced the office, the warehouse, the Yes deal, the Amazon, this AMP deal, and the baggage deal. And then there's one kind of big one left, Um, as well as all the hiring we've done. Probably hired 30 people in the last two weeks or so. So we call it business season and baseball season, but baseball season since I was still acting CEO, uh, couldn't be entirely baseball season, but it kind of did become that it became, I was for a month, I was just on shows talking and not able to kind of do all the planning and and organize organizing uh, that I like with our team. So I had a Sunday where I was like, fuck, I kind of neglected a lot of the things I wanted to do in the future plans. I need to start organizing these. So today we sat down and we organized the next, year of the of the warehouse which i'm excited because i tweeted out about the floor hockey i want to do that we invented this new game of cricket uh slash blitzball that is um hopefully like no swing and miss happens like the the plan is to have a a different version that we play so we play blitzball and that's fun and i love it but Um, you know, offense it's, it's, it's hard to hit and pitching's good and all that. We're like, we need a version where balls are in play constantly. And there's defensive outs. Like you can, you throw and you get a runner out and shit. And cricket is perfect for that. So it's like, we're going to be throwing a blitz ball and, and swinging a baseball bat. I think it'd be a little thicker than a blitz ball bat. Uh, but there's gonna be running and fielding, and it'll be more like cricket. Anyway, so we, We're planning that out, how many teams, I want Rose to come do a play-by-play, because you need a play-by-play guy. After that, we have the floor hockey event, we need to, I want to invite, like, creators, like, I think it's only worthwhile for us if we invite big YouTube creators that kind of bring, like, a hockey audience, because if it's just our same audience, I think they'd be like, just do more Blitzball, that's what we like. Um, But we want to do other shit, and then, uh, mini-golf, Invitational, and hire a contractor and turn the whole warehouse into a mini golf course and, and do like a four day, like invitational. Like there might be like 50 people that play the first two rounds. You cut it in half. And then on day four, it's the final foursome. And then, uh, the next blitz ball battle. So like, I just had a meeting today with Sam to kind of jot down everything we need to get done to do those. And it's a fucking ton of shit. We need to hire like an ops team. We're saying we need like a warehouse ops team, but that's like the biggest thing that we're doing. It kind of opened the ceiling of the company doing the warehouse stuff with making our own teams, our own league. We own the IP. Keep slow building and slow building and, and creating storylines and arcs and then eventually license footage, get get big guests to come, do shit. Um, speaking of, Maddie, on the 12th, are you available to come to the warehouse and help film? We're doing something fun.
1: The 12th this month? Yeah. I should be.
0: We are doing... Uh, Thursday? We yeah. bought a ton of glow-in-the-dark stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to paint the balls glow-in-the-dark paint. Oh, and we have glow-in-the-dark tape for the lines and the strike zone. And then I want to buy light-up sneakers for players <laughs> yeah. and play a game in the dark. Love that. So then half the cameras will film in night vision so they can actually see. And then the GoPros on the walls and stuff will just, like, it'll be the dark scene. Yeah. And I want to see if it's impossible or fun or... We're not going to make that a league or a tournament or anything. Right. It's just like a one off. Right. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. I like that. Yeah, I can be there. So I got back into the mindset of planning because that's what I did on paternity leave. I, I wasn't on Mike a lot. I wasn't. So whenever James was napping or he was feeding or I just had time, Like that entire blitz ball battle, I created, you know, like the hour for hour schedule and all 30 people's roles. And right. That was just like what I did. And I was like, fuck, I need to build time. To to think. I don't have any of that right now. It's like, okay, am I am i on the train? Edit a breakdown. Is James asleep and I'm on the couch watching a Yankee game? Edit a breakdown. Am I at the office? On mic, on mic, on mic, on mic. Like today we're doing this. Then I have talking yanks, talking baseball, pregame show. And that'll take me to four o'clock. And then it's probably walk around the office and see if anyone needs help on anything, have some more meetings, meet with people, and then catch the train, edit a breakdown on the train, give James a bath, put him to sleep, watch the Yankee game while I edit breakdowns. Like, that's kind of the day. So, trying to build in times where I can just kind of think and create because I want to do more fun shit like that. Like, we have the ability now in all these studios in the office to do something where there's a producer in the main room and the audience can have a quad box of four rooms and then the producer can just give the audience the audio for just this one or just this one, just this one pretty cool technology. It's like, how do we utilize that? How do we make something fun? Right. First idea I have is like, if there's a Mets Yankees game big game, you make a Mets room with chase station and you make a Yankees room with me and Jake and you have two different feeds going out to their YouTube and our YouTube, but always like a picture in picture so you can like if something big happens the producer could easily be like and, and this is what's going on in the Mets room I like that if you want to watch the whole game with the Mets crowd go here if, right but if you want to watch the Yankees crowd, go here but you, at big moments the, the producer will be able to show you like just toggle the audio and show you like you know talking Yank, talking Yanks are cheering and then quick it goes to split screen and you see the Mets guys sad or you know the Mets guys are cheering and the Yankees are sad. like that's a cool simple idea but we're trying to figure out, just like, you know, it'd be good for, like, a, a draft of sorts, but I don't think we have the audience that's going to tune in for for that yet. But eventually, there's got to be something fun we can do by having four different war rooms uh, and then giving that technology. So, I don't know. I'm trying to think on that, too. We hired Dan, the production of tech and... and uh, Director of production and technology. He's been setting up all these rooms and the stream lounge. You see the? Do you see the boxer that came in yesterday? I wasn't here yesterday. Did you see any? Who it was? Do you know any boxers? His name's Ryan. Garcia. Oh, oh, the boxer. Yeah.
1: I thought he said the box. I was like, no, I didn't see any box. No. Boxer. I do know who that is. He's the guy that punches people in the stomach. You see
0: how many followers he has on Instagram? Oh yeah. Eight million.
1: Yeah. Kenobio, you know, Kenobio's you,
0: bringing in all these guests We gotta fucking step uh, our game up Yeah
1: it looks awesome when he brings them in But do you know what I'm talking about when he punches I people I saw the video that you posted in Slack Like every big LA YouTuber he's They've gotten punched in the stomach That guy just goes around That's how he has so many followers So we should have done that With like Jake you, or me You or Jake should have gotten punched Fuck I wish we knew that
0: They did a lot of cool stuff with him And then uh, Sky Nicholson I think was her last name yeah she came in Kenobi's bringing all these guests we have uh, some baseball players coming like Hearn is coming Thursday it's not even like a for us Hearn isn't even like this baseball players coming it's like mm-hmm. fucking Hearn's, Hearn's awesome he FaceTimes and chats with us and stuff he's cool we're trying to get Trevino to come with him it's kind of a long drive Trevino they set up far away mm. he said he had a truck so he wanted to be able to drive so he's like not in the city oh. yeah I was like eh, why are you over there anyway um. what else is going on? Paxton's going to set up some like blind taste test stuff. I've shown her all the videos. They're like unlisted now on YouTube, but that's what, have you ever seen those? The original videos that Luke and I did mm-hmm. when Luke was in high school? Mm-hmm. The first one I did, we did uh, the very first blind taste test video I did. We did Lay's potato chips and it was the number one trending video on uh our food on Reddit. Oh. And, and it got like, 60,000 views or so, 50,000 views in two days. And I was like, right. oh shit.
1: Yeah. This is going to be easy. Right.
0: So then we kept making them. I did like one a week for a year, maybe. I made 55 blind taste tests, but I moved cross country. So it was a rotating cast, rotating crew. Um, but they got like 3,000 views. And I was, I thought that was awesome.
1: So I like run it back. Now people know who we are. Like they know Joe's, they know me. You know. For the people that are listening and myself, because I'm interested, what channel? would that go
0: on yeah that's actually a big discussion we're having right now Um, yeah we're trying to figure that out actually Um, it seems like it's the same audience I'll just I mean I'm pretty transparent anyway this is behind the scenes so um, it seems like the wordle audience is kind of the audience that would watch these style videos so one idea is to change the JM gaming channel to like JM entertainment but I don't like the word entertainment Jake and I kind of like jam things and stuff, even though that's not a big selling point, but it's a little more us. Uh, But we don't want to hinder Joe's gaming and the, the big ideas we have for like streaming and doing stream highlights nonstop. But then so it's like, well, can they live in the same place? Can most of the gaming be on Twitch? But then there's highlights on that channel as well, especially when we get guests involved that would land under like a kind of jam entertainment umbrella. So we're trying to figure that out, but it seems like like those Wordle videos are successful on Jam Gaming. They get like twenty k views, and it seems like that's the same crowd that would be watching, because it'd be like the same thing as the Wordle. Where it's like you know, multiple people do it and you spin it around. So that's that idea. Do you have any thoughts on uh, what do you think? New channel, rebrand that channel.
1: I think that I think you're right that it's the same audience. I think that if if we do just rebrand the channel, I, I do think that we run somewhat of a risk of of hindering future gaming, gaming stuff.
0: Yeah, man, that's the problem. And people get upset with us. People on YouTube all the time are like, you have so many channels, and It's like, well, that's how YouTube works, man. Yeah, we posted sequence on the main channel in twenty twenty, and. And then, and then we took it off. We, I mean, we hired a YouTube consultant. Me and my brother, like, studied numbers and did tons of research. And we, then we moved, like, Sequence and some other shows to the JM Baseball channel. And they got more watch through on a channel with, I think it was 3,000 subscribers. Right. Than they did on the main channel with 800K subscribers at that time.
1: Right the total
0: mo- number of views were slight like not even that much but slightly higher like if there's the public view count right but the retention yep. and how many people actually like watched it cuz sure you can get the impression but if that audience isn't interested in that they're not going to watch it and then you're and then the algorithm is going to bury it and never promote it so it may look like you know some guy was commenting that like you have all these other channels and they only get like t- uh, 5k views and you have a channel with a million subscribers, like they would get eight thousand views on the ten thousand views on the main channel, but ninety percent would click off after a minute because that audience wants breakdown videos or wants like Weekly Dumb kind of works there because it's a similar thing where this is there's no barrier of entry. You don't need to it's not like sequence where you need to be a hardcore baseball fan. It's like this is dumb, somewhat informative, but silly content. So that's right. why we built Weekly Dumb for that audience. But yeah, it's, that's how YouTube works. You can't just have it be a dumping ground because things get buried that are different. Even like talking baseball, people subscribe to that channel be, and they know good and well when they subscribe, this channel goes live. Um, and if you if you have a channel and you built it by not going live and then all of a sudden you start going live, you just lose. Like like when Morning was live on the main channel Wake and Waking Jake was live on the main channel, we lost subscribers every single time we went live. Mm. because when you go live, it posts a notification to every subscriber. Yeah. like a, a channel you just subscribe to goes live. Right. Which basically was just a bot. We were just bothering people because that's they didn't subscribe for that. Yep. And then, so every video, morning and Wake and Jake on the main channel, lost subscribers. It was like, right. we can't do this. So it sucks that you're asking an audience to follow all these different accounts, but... It's also the way it works. Like, if you look at, like, Barcelona to do a big pivot, too, where they they were using a dumping ground, and they just, like, were like, everything its own thing. So, it's a fickle beast. Yeah. Facebook's a dumping ground. <laughs> Facebook, um, and there's a lot of good about Facebook. If you're a content creator and you're not on it, I, this is my number one thing. Like it's still very valuable, double our revenue when we tapped into it. Right. But maybe, you know, 75%, not uh, 100% double, but... um. The people that watch your Facebook videos, 5% of them follow the page. Right. Five, like, it's like nothing. Yep. you just posting into the void and hoping people like it. But we do really well on Facebook, so. It's interesting how it all works. Very interesting. Yeah. Should we do one call before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, let's get the next caller. Go Cards is the next person.
0: Go in Cards. Probably Stubby. Probably Stubby the third.
1: Go Cards is invited. Go Cards is invited.
0: Dan Rourke with Savage Tweet. LOL, I just realized the Red Sox are already eight games back of us for first place.
1: (laughs) I also had a similar revelation last night. I was like, oh, that's a sizable gap. It's a
0: month, but it is pretty sizable. Um, Well, Go Cards isn't here.
1: No. Let me get the next guy.
0: The other behind the scenes stuff is the those GeoGod guys. We planned out the what we're going to do in the future of GeoGesser.
1: We planned a little something.
0: Yeah. I like it. We're going to so this t- tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, we're going to put 50 minutes on the clock and see if we can beat it. And if we don't, then we're stuck at 50 minutes. Right. Once we get once we win in 50 minutes, we'll go down to 40.
1: Yes. I also like the way we did it because 50 minutes we would have lost. Yeah. So
0: that's what I was going to ask you guys. Like if we get it in, in say, say we have 50 minutes on the clock and we get it in 40, does that mean, or we get it in 39, does that mean the next video is 30 or no, we still have to beat 40.
1: Got to beat 40. I
0: think we got to beat 40. Right. You know, you almost don't want to waste your win that quick. And then I was laughing that like, we can't let it get down to 10 and then every video is just 10 minutes long. But I do think it's funny if we ever get down to 10 minutes, right? Like we beat 20 minutes and we get down to 10 minutes that we're just like, we do it once and it's just fucking like, sp- like <laughs> speed round.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the
1: thing though with GeoGuessr, <laughs> if we get the first country like this, we still have to wait while yeah. everybody else guesses. Yeah, So we're limited. Yeah, that is
0: true. Did you see we're verified now on GeoGuessr? Did yeah, I hear saw that. that. Yeah, it's like, what does that mean? Nothing I just think it means people are going to come for us more,
1: oh yeah, I think if anything, that hurt our game because now people are going to join the lobby and say, "Oh, somebody's verified in here. I'm bringing my A game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. yeah, I think we're we're hindered.
0: All right, does anyone else want to come in? Is it not working?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if it's not working. The invites aren't working, because I've invited a few people. I'm going to try the last invite. All right. And see if that person joins. Jack Radley. Jack Radley.
0: Have we just been talking into the ether?
1: Um, A little bit of that. Do you have a very busy day today, Maddie? N- not a n- true question. Medium.
0: I have like a kind of edit i could use help on i thought yeah. i thought zach was going to be here i forgot he comes back tonight
1: no i can definitely help cool no one else is here i invited the two other remaining people in there they're all dropping like flies must, i think must it's just out. an it's an out on the app God thing. but we'll Damn.
0: see all right well we talked about vaughn new mexico we did that caroline spence's new album it's called true north i really enjoy it uh we talked with uncle john <coughs> and oh someone's here Cameron Cameron
1: he just has to unmute oh, mu-
0: you're muted angels fan it looks like oh
1: sorry I must have hit my you're still- uh, no that's just a picture
0: okay just a trout drawing
2: I'm a- oh yeah I'm actually a Reds fan okay So I'm sorry maybe I shouldn't have told you that
0: no it's just we're sad for you now
2: yeah well me too
0: how are you I'm doing well how are you I'm good, man. You got we got uh, like one minute on the clock before we turn it over to baseball today. You have a, a question or, or comment or?
2: Uh, yeah, I was actually interested in your John Boy game score, oh, so okay. I went ahead and I took a look at that for a little bit. Um, I looked at games from 2015 until now, Ooh. and I was I was curious. Uh, there's one pitcher that had a top 10 game score and a bottom 10 game score. And I wanted to know if you could guess who that was.
0: Top 10 and a bottom 10. Just, I mean, the like bottom 10 right now is Dallas Keuchel, and he's pretty good. He might have a top 10 as as well. You just need to have, like, uh, you didn't get out of the first inning, tons of run blow up.
2: Exactly. Like, but then your top 10 most of the time is gonna be something like a no hitter yeah for a one hit complete game shutout.
0: Like Verlander? Has he ever just gotten blowed up?
2: Not Verlander. Cole. Cole? He played for the Royals. Sorry? Uh Granky? No. Hmm. He also played for the Marlins. He threw a no hitter with the Marlins. And this is twenty fifteen till now.
0: Who threw a no-hitter with the Marlins? I have no idea. I'm sure I will once you say it.
2: It was Edinson Volquez.
0: Oh, that name doesn't. Pop I didn't. My head I naturally. had forgotten that
2: he threw a no-hitter for the Marlins.
0: Did he walk a ton of guys?
2: He went one inning, eight hits, three walks, twelve runs, eleven earned. Hmm. And those twelve runs are really gonna bring it down.
0: Yeah, it's oh, a bummer. Yeah, uh, bueller has got my best game score now. I might I might tinker with my game score, but it's going to become something. I had a the lot of th- data people like reach out and build an algorithms
2: for me. Right. The only thing that I couldn't figure out was the pickoffs. I couldn't find any data set where that would be listed.
0: Yeah, that's kind of hard because sometimes the catcher picks them off too, and I think it's listed the same. Exactly.
2: And when you think about it, how many times does a pitcher really – Get a pick off. I don't. But see if it you have him. a
0: guy like Andy Pettit back in the day where, you know, you, you get, you can just get that guy out. Like if you have a speedster, you know, uh, three, right. you just like, fuck it. Just put him on and pick him off. Like some, some lefties had that in their repertoire repertoire.
2: Right. That's
0: true. That's so, true. So I feel like you got to give credit end for, end. for, for writing there wrong. I mean, all I gave him minus two for the walk or the hit for letting the guy on, but I let him make back a point if they induce the double play. Right. Pettit was also like, you know, he would throw the double play ball a lot. Same with Montgomery. Okay. So I, it's not a lot. It's not like they're getting in the end, they're not getting positive for it. They're just making up for letting the guy on, which I think is fair.
2: Yeah, that is. Like I said, I was, I was interested by the idea. I like the stat. Uh, it doesn't get a whole lot of credit. Um, which is deservedly so. Most games are going to fall on the average. So
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, we we heard Giolito on Rose Rotation mention it. He was like, yeah, Kershaw was about to set the record for game scoring. And we're like, what? Do you guys look at that?
2: <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah. Well, I also, I, I whipped up a quick little Twitter bot if you want to give it a follow. It'll post yesterday's scores for each pitcher.
0: What's the account?
2: It's jscorebot. No unders, no underscores, no spaces. Okay. I just made it uh, last night.
0: Fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna follow this. I love it. If I update the algorithm, I'll let you know.
2: All right. This Sounds is just good.
0: a bot that tweets these out. Like you, it's like set and done.
2: Yeah, I have it set to I think 8:30 every morning. I tested it last night, so, so the tweets just, went out at like one. You know. You're
0: just a really smart person. That's
2: awesome. Uh, for it wasn't too it wasn't too bad. But I appreciate you. That's cool. All
0: right, man. Well, we got to get going because baseball today's live now. <laughs> but thank you very much for making that. And uh yeah, if I come up with anything else, I've been looking for an algorithmist for a while. Maybe you're my guy.
2: Maybe. Reach out. All right. Thanks, I'm man. Good. Have a good one. Take it easy. You have a good day. See ya.
0: All right, ran a little bit long. Go. If you're on the amp app, go check out baseball today. They're on the amp app. Ask them questions. Ask Trev. You know, just say like, why, why, why so cool all the time? And then see what he says. Put him on the spot. We're done. We're out. Goodbye. Farewell. I love Zane.